lying down on my couch. Oh. That's it. Three, three, three Spanish Russian. Let's go. Meeting can, can be started. All right. Yeah, we should have started. It's 10 01. Plus, plus, I think I need to start going to bed earlier because we have practice in the morning. Um, okay. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. We, we started this week our swimming pool open up. So we can have up to 50 athletes. But I restricted all that, so I'm only having. Uh, I had 12 Monday, and today I had 17. So I want to start slowly. But yeah, I have to get up at five something to get to the pool. But that's no problem. The rest of the day, I can take a nap like Miguel does. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, so there's nothing. There's no topic. Like, what do you guys want to chat about? Is there anything that you guys are interested in talking about? Um, what we want to chat about, really? Like, uh, relationships between, um, uh, not relationships, but sort of how clubs uh, can support each other and how I mean, obviously, in, in America, I guess it's uh, slightly different because it's the states and rules and laws and all that kind of stuff. Um, for example, what I'm facing here. So uh, next week, uh, Southeast Asian swimmers are about to start. So and some of them, you know, so basically children who, um, you know, qualify for Southeast Asia Games or whatever age, age group competitions, you know. Not everybody can start. Yeah, so it's kind of national swimmers, um, but nothing been mentioned about swimmers who are better than those guys. Like for example, we have a bunch of swimmers in international schools who are much better you know, in terms of performance, and obviously those swimmers also have to be recognized and kind of uh, appreciate what they have done, and kind of also them allow to. To have a to have a goal and have that two 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 one or two weeks early start. So obviously, like I spoke yesterday with a few coaches, and I said if it was in Russia, for example, if you come to me and say, "Hey, Ivan, your swimming pool is functioning and working. Can you accommodate my swimmer for 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 at least some time?" Yeah. I would say, "Yep, yeah, no problem." You know, so you know, there's just kind of relationships. But here it seems to be, you know, no, no, no chance even to ask, you know, it's all very, very strict and, and uh, you know, I just, I'm just talking about one swimmer who I think really need to be in the water urgently, but because of still restrictions and we're still in the first phase of, uh, um, what is it, uh, circuit breaker exit, we cannot really start. <laughs> and I this gel. This child dequalifier actually second second from eight, eight times and we've been looking forward to drop that time this year, so <laughs> drop that second. Uh, but it's kind of how how's it basic. My question is what's how it's, how it works in in, the, in America in terms of that flexibility. If you wanna say ask coach, hey, can you accommodate one swimmer for me for for one or two weeks? If like, you there's, there's no problem with that because, for example, when when my my pool closed yeah because it's a city pool it's university pays rent but it's a city pool so when mm. the governor said hey, you're done all the mm. facilities need to be closed uh around 40 minutes away from here there's a club a very good club mm. so the club owns the swimming pool and they could mm. still be open because it was a private entity so we, we trained there for two weeks mm. they let us come in and we mm. trained there for two weeks we still had yeah. the, we, we had the restrictions, but yeah. uh, and we could only be ten people at a time in the pool and all that. But you know, he gave me time. So like Joseph Scudin was there for two weeks. Yeah. Many of my students. And the same thing now. Like I didn't have an outdoor pool, uh, yeah. so I've been calling around. And finally, mm -hmm. last week, I was training with three of the pros and my daughter, and my son, mm. in in some outdoor pool that they let me train mm. and. Uh, now, here in the facility that I have, the university, the university doesn't want any athletes to train 
at San Zalpul is outside of the university, like a couple of miles outside of the university. And um, and I have a swim club with the professional athletes. Uh, we're training through the swim club because the swim club is associated with USA Swimming. So, but but yeah, if 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 a, if a coach calls me and says, Sergio, because we do this the whole year anyway, uh, with coronavirus or not, but if a call calls, a coach calls me and says, can can a swimmer come and train with you? I would say yes, as long as it's healthy, this and that, and there's no problem. No, I guess it's very sensitive now. I get it. Uh, it's very sensitive um, to um, to do this now. Just like generally, I'm not, I kind of didn't get. I mean, there was a situations few times where I wanted to get uh, into long course training. Uh, just uh, well, past past years, uh, just because before Singapore nationals and other events. And uh, it's interesting how here everything so political, like, you know, they wouldn't get anywhere nexus in any school because there is a just conflict of interests and stuff like that. It's just crazy. Sure. Uh, and it's, it's only swimming, right? It's, it's only swimming. It's a coach's children. And, you know, there is no uh, sort of hidden reason to go to another school and have a swim. Well, I had a, I had a few sessions in, uh, in one of the schools here in Singapore, but it just... Uh, because I organized swim meet for their children, and so I had to I had to go and train in day pools so my older kids. But it's just a, very very difficult, I guess, here to do like this kind of stuff. So, but I just say kind of what I just want to know what's what's in your in your in your in your settings how it works. Yeah. So right now, be... right now for me, for example, if somebody asked me to come in, uh, it would have to be a very good friend. Just because I told my swimmers that they live outside of the town, they live in different towns, not to come to train. Stay, stay where you are, yeah. because uh, we don't know what if we're gonna have a second wave or not. In mm. theory, we're supposed to have a second wave, mm. but now with everything that has happened with George Floyd and all the riots, mm. if they forgot about the coronavirus, everything, yeah, yeah. everything yeah. is about the riots and. Black yeah. matters and all that stuff. So yeah. it's a, it's very interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, I I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow probably right now this week to somebody from out of town to train because I'm not allowing all my swimmers to come back. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But but for example, I have the freedom to go if I want four hours a day, but I've only doing one hour a day. You know, and we go just one hour a day, one person per lane. I could have three people per lane. I'm just going one person per lane and trying to understand a system mm. that I can sustain. So if something happens, I'm, I'm still in a good situation mentally for the kids mm. because the kids are happy. They, they, now they haven't swum for three months. Mm. You know. We had one so, swimmer. We had one swimmer. The last year he, he was at Junior Worlds. He did very well. He's a mm. hundred flyer. And he's been just lifting. The, the guy loves to lift. And he's for the last three months, he hasn't swum anything, nothing. Oh, really? And just lifting and lifting. And, and I gave him a rowing machine and he's been rowing, you know, he's been rowing very hard. And he called me a couple of days ago before Monday. He said, Coach, on Monday, I'm going to go 136 in the 200 freestyle. 136 in the 200 freestyle is like 148 in short course meters. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> His best time with a suit is 136. No? But 136 is without three months of not training is pretty hard. Yeah. So the guy comes in, he's huge. He was pretty big, but now he's just big. He's like coming in. He stretches a little bit, does 200 swim. And up to the 125, he was on pace to go 135. He ended up with 139 <laughs> after three months of not training. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 139 is still, you know, like 140, 150 point or 151, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy couldn't breathe. We are, I thought that I had to take him to the hospital. But mm. he was so excited, you know. And in one more week, he'll be fine. He'll be like swimming really fast. Yeah. So I, I, I just think yeah. if we're patient, the kids will be fine. Yeah, no, absolutely. It just, uh, just kind of, you know, I I guess it's 
it's mixed feelings, you know, you, I want to be, I just itching, I want to get on the pool side, like with one or two or 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 swimmers, doesn't matter. I just want to get pool side and I want to see them jump on the water and start, you know, swimming and start doing what I have planned and, you know, just a little bit, a little bit, uh, you know, swimming coach without, it's like a swimming coach without, uh, without pool and, and swimmers and hands and, and legs, you know, you just kind of want to, want to be a, a coach, but you cannot be, you know, because you don't have a, you know, tools that you need to be, uh, that's required for sim coaching, coaching, you know, um, so that's strange. Like, uh, I don't know what Mark Che thinks about all this, you know, oh, yeah. he's there, you know, he's part of like all these uh, political thing. <laughs> well, I always say as let's, long as you don't require it. Let's, let's put him on the spot. <laughs> Hey, morning, guys. Hi, Sergio. Hi, how are you? Hey, well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I've been on full deck uh, because uh, Pingsu is one of those few swimmers that I love to train now. Um, so I think, uh, I mean, it, it's great to be on deck on deck, uh, Ivan. And I think, like, uh, like, like you, last week I was really just uh, itching to go, you know, I, I felt as if I was one of those like, personal trainers in fitness doing exercise videos with, with my swimmers, but I think, um, you know, I, uh, now that back on deck, uh, things are trying to get a little bit, um, you know, we're, we're trying to build up the, the volume and load. Um, I think it's also important to, to hold the swimmers back a little bit, they get a little bit excited. You know, but I, I, I know that that's it. I know that things used it. It's about whether or not she's swimming fit. You know, um, so yeah, just nice, easy swimming. There are some issues with uh, body position. There are some issues with connection through the core, and we're just trying to work through it in the first, in the first week that we're, we're back in. Um, yeah. Any other thing you want me to comment about? No, no. Well, uh, it's kind of like you, you were very politically correct, left on the tangent. You know, like <laughs> you didn't, you didn't answer, you, you didn't answer his question of why his swimmer, yeah. his swimmer is better than some of his national swimmers. He's not allowed to practice. You know, yeah. that's, that's, but I, 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 I understand. I'm, like, I, I'm just joking. I understand. You, okay. you don't need to answer anything. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like if I talk about. My opinion about the riots in America, I cannot, I, I'm not gonna post anything, I'm not gonna talk anything because I will get in trouble if I if I open my mouth. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. Well, I think um, the restrictions are, I mean, the, the things that, that we have to do are quite strict, you know, it includes a lot of contact tracing, includes a separation of swimmers, includes separation of swimmers within groups. Um, so, we're guided by in Singapore. We're guided by the ministry, the multi-ministry task force, um, and uh, it's not it's not actually SSA, Singapore Swimming Association, or in my case, the Singapore Disability Sports Council that 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 writes and stipulates all this. It's really the the top guys out there, you know, the, the five or six ministers that you see speaking to us every single time is from that multi-ministry task force that decide what happens, not 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 any one of us. Sure. Uh, thanks. No problem. We have Jill over there. Jill with a mask. Be careful. Now the virus is going online. It's it's coming out to the camera. No. Hi. Good evening, Sergio. Hey, uh, good evening. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, sorry. Can you hear me through the mask? Yeah. Yeah. Not very well. Uh, so um, I'm at I'm at the school today. So um, there's no children at school, but. Uh, uh, because there's a few people in my office, um, we have to wear masks constantly, even when we're indoors. Um, if I was alone in my office, I could take off my mask, but um, uh, I've got some some of my staff around me, so um, we have to wear masks all the time. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I mean, Ivan is a close friend of mine, definitely. I'm feeling uh, the same like Ivan. Uh, I want to get in the water. Um, and um, to be uh, on one side is um, uh, I think like Singapore swimming doing quite a good job in terms of uh, speaking to to their community because I uh, 
I don't know that any other sport in Singapore is doing that. So they've had like uh, two town halls. Uh, so last week I wasn't on your call because I was involved in a town hall. Um, of course, uh, the president and the secretary, uh, they have to be careful with what they say, what they can say, what they can't say. Um, uh, obviously, I, I work for Joseph, and uh, Joseph's in the water, but then everyone else is not in the water. And uh, uh, like I have a, a foot in uh, like the local swimming side through Joseph, and then I'm also consulting for um, one of the international schools. Um, so uh, I see the foreign side, and sort of uh, um, uh, I, I can see both sides of, of where they're coming from, and it's a it's a difficult situation. Um, I don't think there's any easy answer. Um, but definitely with uh, Singapore Swimming, uh, uh, Stefan puts on the weekly Zoom. Uh, in the teaching, the SSA teaching part, there's a sort of weekly Zoom, uh, which is, I think, quite good in just engaging um, the coaches, keeping them up to date as much as um, they're allowed to tell us. And then Singapore Swimming and uh, They've had uh, two town halls last week with um, sort of uh, managers, owners of teams, and so on. And then yesterday there was one which was a bit more specific to coaches as such. Um, and that didn't lend too much more information, but everyone's in the same boat. Um, so very, very jealous of Miguel, watching Miguel swimming every day uh, in Tanyapura and uh, Simon Jones and some of the guys. And uh, obviously on Swim Swam, we are watching as everyone is opening up their uh, their, their swimming programs. Uh, I feel that we're quite close to that happening. Um, what it will look like um, when it does open is going to be also difficult, uh, especially the, the financial side in, in terms of um, uh, definitely, if, if we only allowed one swimmer per lane um, in the swimming teams, it's actually going to be more expensive to run a program like that than, than just keeping a program closed for an extra month or two. Um, it's kind of weird, but it costs you more money to open on one swimmer per lane per boat than to stay closed. So that's a very difficult thing that uh, Auntie May and I are sort of like trying to look through. Um, and then the other stress of mine is um, uh, sort of being a Angmo or a, a foreigner in uh, Singapore. Um, my visa is coming to an end soon, and um, the the application for new visas is um, definitely way more difficult than it has been. And um, August fifteen, uh, I don't know. I might be out of here. I might be staying. I don't know. So. Um, uh, uh, that's also dealing with sort of that stress and uh, if I need to leave, how do I get back in? Or if I need to leave, then where, where am I going next? Um, uh, so, so we're sort of juggling a whole lot of different balls. Um, sure. International school kids, the local kids, the financial side, the physical side of just getting back into the water. And at the same time, on top, um, hanging over your head is in about two months from now, roughly, am I even going to be in the country or, or not? So uh, it's exciting. It's uh, stressful. It's exciting. Uh, I'm quite positive. I think it's going to all come together and work out. But um, at the moment, it's it's uh, like a exciting but stressful time for for, for me. Uh, I'm sorry, but I, I would I would think Singapore might not give visas to the people from the outside. People that they're working already in the country, you're not bringing any danger. You're not bringing anything uh, bad. So I would hope that they they look at that. You know. Uh, uh, so I, I, you know, I hope I hope that everything gets fixed, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, we we like to think so. Uh, we like to think so, but um, we don't know. Um, I know my. One of the physiotherapists, uh, his visa wasn't renewed. Uh, he's here in Singapore, an Irish guy. Uh, he runs his own little company and uh, his visa wasn't renewed. So 30 days he's leaving that the end of June. Uh, 
So uh, we, we, we don't quite know yet. We, we feel positive that it will work out. But we, there, there's good and bad. Um, Auntie May and I were joking, it's probably better for me to right now be a foreign worker, you know, in the dormitory. Because I get paid, I get food, I have a roof over my head, and uh, I'm looked after medically, free of charge. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe I must go work in construction or something uh, for, a, for a couple of months. Um, anyway, like I say, um, we're, we're stressed about it, but we're, we're still quite positive that, it, that it's going to work out. Like for us, if, if there's no football, that we don't know yet if football is going to happen, we may not have a job either. So, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. If, if they cannot have a football schedule and they cannot play football, many sports, will, many people will lose their jobs. So, and... Deal. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. No, that our, our, our boss, our athletic director, is reassuring us all this and all that, but the reality is that if nobody knows what's going to happen, and they haven't been able, today was, the, no, yesterday, yesterday our school announced that they're going to start opening uh, in August for classes, but we don't know how. We don't know. They already canceled all the contracts for the kids at the dorms, so I think they're going to probably have half of the capacity for the dorms because they're going to have only one person per room. So all that is a big financial thing. So then if, if football cannot play and they don't have money coming in from the TV and all that, they're going to cut sports like streaming and all that stuff just to support the, the football team for one more year to see if things are going to be safe. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. For, for, me, what, yeah, for me, what's been very interesting, um, obviously I wear a schooling on my shirt, uh, so course the, the, the name is uh, is a very famous name for me what's been very interesting but also surprising is you, you know me I, uh, I mean I grew up in South Africa and then I lived in London for a long time then in uh, California and, and now in Singapore um, and the fact that I work for schooling the amount of very well-known swimming coaches that are out of work and looking for jobs uh, i'm getting resumes and uh, messages private messages on the instagram and the linkedin and uh, uh, guys that uh, i've met um, and some guys with reputations that are, are massive um, that have done great work with some great swimmers uh, in the past and i'm getting loads of applications uh, coaches any work in singapore um, and, and for me, it's it's upsetting and and surprising also um, at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's gonna that's gonna keep happening for a while until things get stable. So we just need to be patient and you know, really try to do the best we can with whatever we have. Like for me, for example, I've been trying to generate more money for the school, so I've been recruiting more kids that I didn't need. Just not that I didn't need, but I didn't want to have a big team, you know. And some kids that still didn't have a team, so I recruited them. And I think I'll have four more girls and one more guy. So that's a, that's a quarter of a million dollars coming in for the school. So that's that's what we need to do as coaches, you know. Now we're trying to organize something with the alumni, uh, you know, making these videos and doing all this. So, you know. We have a pretty big database of swimming alumni. And in September last year, we raised $85,000 in three days. So our goal is to raise over 100,000 in three days in September. So we start now doing our campaigns and trying to follow them. So we have to move like that, you know? Um, so, because if not, if you sit for people to pay for your job in, in swimming in, here in college, uh, you might have a big problem. I wonder if that's going to create <clears throat> a new sensitivity on on new um, feelings that ethics is being breached in a sense. Um, I'll try to explain myself. 
I feel we're all sensitive because we may lose our jobs or uh, lose a lot of revenue from not being able to work, obviously, right? So um, I've, I've had other clubs calling my coaches to offer them jobs and, you know, seeing if there is stability or instability and trying to see if they can tap in um, our people. And at the same time, I feel like I'm all constantly thinking what's happening around me and what's happening to the other clubs because if they're in trouble, that may mean some of their swimmers um, and their revenue will come to our school and to our... Um, how do you... I just wonder what people think about um, the sensitivity we have to have in, in being um, very ethical at this moment where people are obviously scared and they're going to do things that they normally wouldn't do. My opinion is that whoever is running a business, they don't give a fuck, they don't give a crap about the sensitivity. You know, if they feel that they need to find somebody, they're going to go and try to hunt for somebody. And that's a business move, you know. Um, I don't know how it is over there. Here, I don't think people are trying to steal coaches, you know. Uh, there's still jobs open. And, you know, uh, so so there's still, still people moving around, you know, like in the sense that because not, things haven't unfolded yet in the sense that people have hope, you know. So I know one of my my volunteer coaches, assistant coaches that's been here for six years, he's just got hired by a pretty good club, you know. So, you know, that's surprising because the head coaches left. So uh, to think that clubs are really looking for coaches. And, you know, I've been getting many phone calls asking me for reference for certain swimmers, or certain coaches, because the market is still moving. So that's a good thing. Uh, normally here, if, if for example, if, I, if I'm a coach, a uh, head coach, normally they wouldn't approach me directly. They approach my boss. Make sense? And they will call my boss and say, can we talk with Sergio? That's a professional courtesy. In, 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 the, in the club teams, that doesn't happen that much. It's not that, that big because I don't think they move contracts with money or maybe the same idea than, than the university. It's a very professional thing, all the, all the, all the sports together, you know? Uh, so, so I'm not sure right now what's happening with the club scene, but I haven't heard much of that. You know? um, so, so I'm not sure. You know? That's my opinion. You know? I don't know what other people think. I think uh, where, where I'm sitting, um, Especially with the local with the local kids in Singapore, uh, we don't have the staffing problem, uh, Miguel, like in the way that you uh, described it. But uh, the poaching of each other's uh, swimmers um, is is huge, and um, uh, I, I can see that the different teams are trying to uh, place themselves strategically. Uh, knowing that some teams are, uh, are going to fold financially they can't do it um and and there's teams in the area that are quiet not even so quietly uh, uh already poaching uh through through their advertising and marketing um when your team fails come here we're cheaper we're better whatever um uh and, Wait, and they, say that, they say that directly uh, when your team fails, come here. Uh, it, it's it's happening. Yes, in the background. So, uh, for, I mean, the example where I coach, um, or where I teach, um, in one of the pools, we we share a pool with uh, four other teams, um, during the week, and um, like a chess game, everyone's strategically getting into place so that if this team fails, we've already. Uh, I'll give you a good example. Um, when they started shutting the shutting everything down, when the virus was hitting, um, 
we got a message on on Monday night from the pool. Uh, the pool manager, please cancel all your lessons, cancel your coaching. We've got to shut down. Um, and the the team who uses the pool um, at the same time as me, the other side, the other lanes, um, he went into uh, that that team went in for training that evening. Um, and they claimed that they didn't receive the message from the manager. So they still ran a session on the Monday and on the Tuesday and on the Wednesday. And on the and on the Tuesday and the Wednesday, some of my families were saying, Coach, why are you closed? But the team who shares the pool with you is still open. So we obviously want to swim. We're not scared at, about this virus. So uh, I, I just lost tight swimmers because uh, you're closed. You're obviously not wanting to work. The other team is running, and I lost five swimmers just straight up. And then when we questioned the, the management, what's going on? Well, the answer wasn't uh, it, it wasn't supportive. It was the the other team said, "Oh, we didn't get the message. We didn't read the email, so we kept on running uh, for a couple of days." Um, the management pretended to be angry with the other team and so on, but. Uh, straight up, I lost five swimmers um, in two days because something like that. So there's teams that are not, say, following the rules or uh, not uh, uh, being ethical. <coughs> excuse me, being ethical or so on. Um, like Sergio says, maybe uh, no one gives a damn when it comes to business. You know, money oh, talks. And, uh, and I can see, and I'm not trying to be um, an asshole. Uh, but I remember in Singapore, you know, many times you try to talk with somebody and they will be like, oh, oh I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything. And, I, and they keep doing the same thing over and over. You know, they don't follow sometimes the rules if they don't want it. You know, so I can see what you said 100%. I think in America, it's a little bit different. That will not happen because if, if I have to shut down the pool, I call the police, or I call security, and the pool is shut down. And you're not, you're not in the pool. It doesn't matter. They grab you and you're gone. Unless you're on the pool. If you're on the pool, and you rented the pool to other teams, and, and you decide that you're going to close, but you're going to keep it for your team, that's a different story. But, you know, I can see your point. Yeah, yeah my biggest concern is how it's going to affect <clears throat> Our community, the coaches community, from um, being a very close-knit um, friend network, pretty much, you know, maybe I'm a little naive, but I've always felt um, all the people around me um, were friends. And, you know, like you always say, sharing is caring. And is that going to create that new sensitivity of I'm going to, um, create barriers and create um, shields to protect myself from something that's actually structural. You know, I think this is happening because everybody is under a lot of stress. But I think after this is over, we're going to have um, resented, some resented um, feelings for a while. And how can we avoid that? But if I, anybody. But I think that's communication, Miguel. One of the things, that it's, the bottom line is this. If somebody steals one of your coaches and your coach is approached by somebody, and let's say that I work for you and I, and I don't come up to you and say, hey, Miguel, look, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. I've been approached by another team. I'm going to chat with them and see what's going to happen because I need, I need to have a future. Well, now you know it. And, and th that person can, you know. But if nobody says anything, to me, this is me, eh? I shut them down, eh? Forget about caring, forget about anything. <laughs> in, the moment, in the moment that that person leaves, without saying anything to me, and the other coach, I shut both the other team and that person down. There's no, it's not about, oh, you're such a mean person. No, no, I don't need that person in my life. It's, it's, it's a zero on the left in my life. So to me, that would be the case. So it wouldn't be that, you know, that would make me a bad person. It's like, it. you, you took advantage of this situation for one reason or another. You could have come and chat with me. 
even the other coach from the other team could have come and say, hey, Miguel, you might have a problem here with your team. I need a coach. Can I talk with this guy? And you can say, well, yes, talk with him. I don't want you to talk with him, but you start with him because I understand the situation. And then it's okay. You know what I mean? But if they go behind okay. everybody's backs, that's, that's not a friend. Forget about having that guy in a close-knit community. You see this? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you that's what you tell them. You know, I, that's my opinion. I'm like that. I'm not. I'm not gonna anymore. I've been through many years. I've been played by so many people that I have to learn to. I'm gonna be a good person until somebody doesn't deserve that anymore. The uh, uh, yeah. The when, when Miguel speaks about uh, resentment. Um, also, what uh, I'm starting to see happening is that um, in many areas, um, uh, uh, staff, their salaries are uh, being cut, um, they're being cut or they leave, uh, they, they're, they, they, let's say their, their salaries are being cut, um, and Ivan and I've got a, a, a close colleague, um, the whole team their the salaries are being cut. But the employers are saying, well, you should be happy you at least still have a job. So you're earning a bit less, but you still have a job too. That, that's the one, one side. Um, but at the same time, my sa the salaries are being cut. You should be thankful you still have a job, but in the fact that you still have a job and your salary has been cut, uh, we've had to let go of some people. You now are expected to do more. Um, so you're, Earning a little bit less, you should show a huge appreciation that you, in fact, have a position. But because we've let other people go or, what, or other people have moved, um, your workload, your hours, your effort, and your workload ha has increased. Uh, so almost like a double negative. So on top of the 70 hours a week that you're doing, you're now doing 80, 85 hours a week, essentially for less money. But the employee expects you to be appreciative because they've still protected your, your role, and that's another difficulty to, to juggle. But, but the, the problem, the alternative, what's the alternative? Not to have a job. And the problem right. is that people don't think, don't realize something. The grass is not greener on the other side. Not because somebody calls you and says, hey, look, I'm going to offer you the same salary, and you're not going to have to work 80, 80 hours a week. And you say, great. And then you move to the other club. And two years later, your former club is paying more money to the people because they're making more and they've been able to survive and the people have been loyal to them. You know, and that's, you know, our sport, I really believe, I always tell, like, the guy that just got a job as a head coach, he, he, he last year, he was making $500 a month. 500. Right? Now he's a head coach of a, of a team because he's put up the hours and he's put something for the last six years to show people certain things. And that's in our sport. That's what we do. Like since you cannot do that the whole all your life, but some, sometimes you have to make some sacrifices. You know, our, our, uh, us as a, a staff, as 500 coaches, no, 500, 200 coaches here, whatever it is, between, we already give up a couple million dollars. It's okay. I have a great job. And, you know, if I need to work more, I'll work more. If in two years when everything is stable, they make me do that, then I'll go. Make sense? But I think, I think you have to be careful with how, how fast you jump ship just because your salary has been cut for a situation like this. And now you have to work 10 more hours. You have to be, the grass is not greener on the other side. You know? When I came to Singapore, everybody told me, wow, Singapore, you know, Sergio, blah, blah, blah. Well, the grass was very, you know, normally the grass is green, no? The grass was as dark as, you know, Coach Alex's background. It was fucking dark. You know? So, you know, you learn, to, to, you keep learning to understand it. <laughs> you have to be careful. Yeah, no, they say, they, yeah, they say the, 
Sometimes the grass is greener on the other side, but that's because there's more soot in the field. Whatever. Sorry, guys, I'm looking after my son, so that's why my screen is really dark today. Hello? Alex? Yeah, yeah, hi, hi. Yeah, 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 I was just saying that my screen is there because I'm looking after my son. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, I think you guys need to be careful with uh, going somewhere else because you're making less money now. And, and in a situation like this, you know, it has been a pandemic. People are losing jobs. We don't know what the future is going to be. You have to think about it. Yeah, and I totally agree. And uh, Jill, <clears throat> because you were making reference to me on, on on training, which I know everybody's jealous, and um, precisely that may be the powerful tool of social media. Because uh, you're right, we're training and we're training every day. And we um, just um, two days ago, we were allowed to go two per lane. So a two per lane, we can fit. Uh, 32 people per hour um but what that means for me and I, I try to service as many people as i can is that i have to be eight hours straight on well not eight hours straight they do four um four splits of one hour and and we also have a 50 percent pay cut all the way until the end of the year so um i think Serge is totally right everybody's going it's going to go through hardship. And what I spoke about was only an example because I wanted to um, maybe direct a little bit this um, um, webinar into whether we are feeling more sensitive, because I know I am. I get easier offended by things that normally wouldn't offend me. And at the same time, um, I feel it's easier for me to be trying to observe if other people are going through hardship, not because I don't mean them well, but because I wonder what's gonna happen in the surrounding, um, even in Bangkok, my former assistant David is here. Um, I think he's still here. And, and he tells me some of his problems and from what he tells me, I try to deduct what's happening in, in all of Bangkok and how it's going to affect first our business and second, the people that I now consider my friends and that I'm very close with and, and, and whether they feel more sensitive if I say, I call David and say, and, and David is a very good friend. So I call him and say, hey, David, if your kids cannot swim there, bring them over here. But if I do that to someone else, they may think, I'm trying to get something out of him, which I am, but it's, it's a legit business that I, I would do any other time. Uh, I don't know. I, if I call David or some friend of mine and I offer to, for them to have the pool, I would not think about getting their swimmers. They wouldn't because I would hope, you know, you know what I mean? I would, I would want it to help a fellow coach that I have an appreciation for that person. Because other times, maybe he's done or she's done that for me in other situations, but she, they would do that for me in the future. You know what I mean? Uh, Absolutely. You, you have to think on the goodness of the people, you know? But uh, <clears throat> it's, 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 yeah, it's a sensitive time. I just, you know, like for me, for example, like everybody's announcing here how they're training and all this. I could have 50 people in the pool. First day I had 12 and today I had 16, but tomorrow I'm going to have the same number. I don't want, I could have three people per by USA Swimming Rules. I don't want three people. Per and I, I'm not announcing anything. If you look at my social media, you haven't seen anything of me getting back into the pool. Because first, many of the other universities of my friends, they're having problems to try to get in, you know? Second, I don't need to advertise anything, you know, right now. I just, you know, we have something slowly we build and, you know, one hour a day, that's it. And we're going to keep slowly building that, you know. Um, and that's, I think that people should have that approach, you know. 
Yeah, can you hear me now? Because yes. I was talking before. Okay. Yeah, uh, hi all. Uh, as Miguel said, yeah, we talk each other quite often and, and what I was showing him here, the, my problem, for example, is a little bit different as Gil was saying before. In my case, for example, in terms of salaries on these things, we are quite safe, we are quite lucky in that sense. Everything is good, the school is supporting us. My, pro my problem comes, for example, in terms of more similar to Ivan, how, what we can do, you know what I mean? At, at the moment, for example, I'm not allowed to train. I don't have any future in a couple of months to be able to train. I cannot train out uh, of, of the school, even having a club. Uh, and this, all these kind of things are the things that make me feel worry about is they're not the income is about the possibility of, of of coaching you know what i mean so in that sense it's for example why i speak with Miguel quite often i try to to, to keep my kids training in in different pools private pools in different uh, pools with my program in different clubs that i i know i have good relation with and this is the my, the issue for for me or or, or we, we are facing in Bangkok. no matter what other schools for example at the moment they are coaching on other classes simon for example you have said before so that is the difficult miguel said yeah yesterday he was starting to swim with two swimmers per lane when here at the moment in my school for example not even staff they can swim one person per lane leaving one lane three in between so in a pool of eight lanes only four swimmers can swim so look the difference in the same country how different uh, places are facing the regulation so it's quite complicated thanks yeah hopefully it gets fixed soon yeah Awesome. Anybody wants to comment anything about this? Or we, we move on into something else. I don't know if anybody wants to talk about coaching or have any questions or... How are you doing, for example, Sergio, in terms of, I was just doing kind of the planification for Nigeria, a Libya draft, uh, how you are facing that moment with, with, as you say, without knowing where, where you're going? Let me, let me show you my plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you see it? It's zero. Exactly. I have no, no plan. Exactly. And the reason why I have no plan, and I have, I want to say, I already have five people qualified for Tokyo, and I have a total of 10 people in Tokyo, if things go well. Uh, and I keep telling the kids, I'm not going to plan anything. I can't. It's, it's idiotic for me to make a plan. Uh, what, what I'm trying to do is every day they can swim. I write, I, I've been writing practices, one practice a day, anywhere between 2,000 to 3,500, you know, 3,800. Like for example, Joseph has been doing a practice around, started at 2,000 and now I think he's at 3,800, you know? But it's very simple. Some, some warm up, some kicks, some pulls, some drill, some easy speed, no pacing whatsoever, you know? No intervals instead of uh, set intervals. 15 seconds rest, 10 seconds rest, 30 seconds rest, depending on what they do. Um, he feels very good about it. He's doing very well and other kids. And uh, what I keep telling them is once we are in phase three in the United States, right now here, we're in phase two. In phase three, I'm going to have more freedom to do things. So I can step up a little bit. And hopefully by phase four, we're in a situation that we understand that we can practice every day for a while. We can do this, we can do that. And then I can plan. Somewhere around phase three, I'm going to be able to start planning. Because the college doesn't have any competitions. And we might not have any competitions. So, see, if some of those kids don't have any competitions, then they're going to focus for the Olympic trials or the Olympic Games for their countries. You know, if we don't have any competitions, I can practice maybe more long course than short course. Just how many swimmers I'm going to have here from the school or not? You, you know what I mean. Uh, so it's, it's it's if I make a plan, I'm going to have to change it so quickly. So it's not worth it. It's it is not worth it. in my opinion. Eh, I could be totally wrong, and I can tell you one thing. I believe 100% that if this Olympic Games so or there's a competition next year, my swimmers will swim very well. Sure, I believe it, and my swimmers are going to believe it because that's the mindset that we have. And that's it. You cannot doubt. Now, for
that doesn't work for many people because people are planners and they're like, ah, ah, and if I don't plan, that's fine. You know, you go ahead, plan and see how many times you have to change. For me, you know, I, I feel more comfortable watching TV right now and daydreaming about what I think I could do without putting things on a piece of paper. You know, all these, all these coaches are talking about, and all these scientists about what we're missing, what we miss, and what we got, and blah, 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 and how hard it's going to be to recover. And all these are just mental roadblocks that we're going to put on our kids. Total mental roadblocks. You know, either you trust it and believe that whenever you can get, if you're consistent and you don't rush it, that you do work, you will do very well because your kids are going to believe it and they're going to be in peace of mind. You know, if you, if you like always worry, Oh, you know, we lost three months and the first week that they go, they assume like shit, they assume really bad. You'll be like, Phew. they're going to feel. And, and then you're, you're in, in, in a worse situation. So, yeah, I agree hundred percent. Uh, yeah. So I just, um, you know, I'm a second day, a second week on campus, and uh, I was teaching some physical education. Uh, obviously, it's like on very rotational. So year groups don't clash. So, for example, year nine, first three days, and then year seven, another three days, and like you. So, and then year ten, and then all that. And um, you know, I, you know, I just been like, "Hi guys, how are you?" Know, I saw my swimmers in the school, and how are you doing? All right, right, coach, and then all that. So they. And um, obviously, I, I, I speak to them twice a week and sort of doing one training, just chit chat, sometimes just not doing anything, just talking, uh, really. And uh, uh, I'm basically trying to get them uh, to think about, you know, the old kids, right? 14, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. And, you know, I just met them at school. They, some of them, as twice longer or some of them as twice, you know, wider, stronger, you know, sort of thing. Uh, you know, they, I think it's a great opportunity for them just to stop for this time, for this uh, many weeks and just to sort of to get a chance to grow. And I, I just built sort of that mindset about them. Okay. You guys, okay. You didn't get to swim. That's fine. We've been doing something else. You're growing, you let your body grow, you know, you rest it a little bit kind of keep that positive. I don't think, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm as a coach, of course, I want to get them to the pool, but at the end of the day, I think mental part is important and, you know, chance to step back and start looking into skills more, uh, you know, have a smooth start to the season. You know, I think it's brilliant. Uh, you know, yeah. like I have, sorry, Ivan, I have Joseph schooling. I'm lucky now that I, I get to coach him. Uh, but I coach him from the distance, so that's pretty hard. Too. So he's been training on his own or doing whatever, and now he's been called back to the national center. So and you, you guys know Stefan and Sonia; they're very mm -hmm. methodical and this, and they're they're really great minds. So what I have to tell them is stop. You cannot think the way you think, right? and not in a bad way. Eh? It's like I'm just trying to. You need to think that this guy right now, he's in a mindset of like doing something every day to, so he can be consistent. He doesn't have to go fast every day. He doesn't have to do this type of anaerobic work, professional work. He doesn't have to do any of that. Has to come to the pool, do certain skills, certain things, feel good, ta -ta, get up, come back again and do that every day. So he feels good about the process. We have a lot of time to work. Make sense? And this is a guy that wants to fight for an Olympic medal. To be, he's the defending champion of the 100 butterfly. So there's a lot of added pressure, you know? And his coach is telling him, just relax. Just, you know, don't worry. And he, he, he likes, you know, and, and I, I'm in communication all the time with Stefan. And Stefan is awesome. He gives me all these broken down thoughts and all this and all that. I think sometimes it's too much if he gives them to, to Joseph because right now he doesn't need them. Do I make sense? 
like, uh, you know, and I think what Estefan does is great. So I think it's really unbelievable, but uh, that athlete right now doesn't need it because, you know, you were out of the lockdown and then you had a second wave and you got, you got screwed, you know? So what about if you have a third wave? Oh. Yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah. So, is there anything else you guys want to chat about? Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no? Yeah, but we're swimming coaches. We can ch we can we can keep talking like for twenty four seven. You know. I know, but you know. It's a, it's a sport we're involved. You know, there's uh, so much. To, to, to go on and to talk and... Look, you see how dark that is? <laughs> it's almost midnight here. Oh, but have you seen, guys, my pool? Like, people who are in Singapore, Southeast Asia, here we go. Look at that. Look at that screen, look at that screen. If you want to watch Netflix, let me know. <laughs> and here's the couch for you. So you sit on the couch. Awesome. I'll show you just for fun. Look, I'm on the couch. Actually, I'm decorating my office. See? Nice. So, yeah, I was doing picture. And... So, this is the couch. Okay. Okay, I'm on the couch. You see? Okay, there's a few chairs on the way, but, you know, you can adjust that. And here's the screen. Wow. So, you actually can come and request for Netflix uh, night. So, bring your uh, swimmers over. We're going to swim some cool stuff, like 50s. <laughs> And just a few chili beans here in the office we can watch all night long. Let me know. <laughs> Ivan, you're living the dream. You know, everybody's getting cutting salaries and all this. You're renovating your office. You have a beautiful pool. Yeah. Uh, remember, my, remember my hashtag. Your hashtag, living dream. My, my hashtag, my job is to keep my job. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I lose my yeah. job, I can come and, and just live in that, in that couch. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look, I don't need to pay for housing. Look at this couch. Very good. Look, look at this. So nice. Oh, by the way, fridge. Nice. Micro microwave. Kettle. Also coffee machine. Uh, yeah, good. All good. Awesome. Yeah. Don't put it on your podcast, you know, just delete that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go like yeah, and also Gil, Gil, Gil. By the way, I got my visa uh, approved and I'm connecting 23rd of June, so I'm I'm safe. So you're gonna be fine, mate. Uh, good to hear, Ivan. I'm glad that uh, yeah, you'll be on the on the island. Uh, we can talk shit all day long on WhatsApp. <laughs> all right. A little bit of the entertainment at the end, a little bit for you, so. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, anybody wants to ask any questions about anything, guys? Come on. If not, I'm gonna go and take a little nap. Nappy nap. Nappy nap. Nothing. Great. Hey. Awesome. Thanks, Sergio. Yeah, Thanks, welcome, everybody. Mark. All right, let's, guys. Maybe think about something for next week. You know, something specific about coaching that you guys want to know and then we can chat about it got it like uh you know no like uh, sorry i know how you started like no planning and all that uh but i would love to really hear your ideas okay like for example with restriction of one hour how say okay it's a, it's not really planning but at least how your four or five weeks gonna look like once you get back into the pool, what you're going to be your focus really a little bit more specific. Um, like we say, kick pool drill, but what is what's going to be focused? What what's going to be happening on land at the same time? And I know we can't do much land. We're going to be restricted. We're not, going to, we're not able to use any rooms, but I'm sure you can still use pool side for it. So what would be your focus? That would be interesting. I actually would love to know that. Okay, um, we, we can talk next week about it. You know, um, yeah. like I, I, you know, I, I thought a little bit about it. You know about what I can do because we do a lot of our dry land anyway on the pool deck. So yeah, and and we have yeah. we have very nice grass outside that we can do stuff outside of the yeah. Pool. 
it just it just kind of idea i guess you know how kids been exercising online by themselves running cycling and all that and is there any kind of going to be continuation for for some time of it like maybe still carry on with the same land training and then maybe start getting into that level of swimming and then you know go into specific as you go through this through the cycles and all that but just wanted to hear how people think what not just kind of generic pool kick drill yeah definitely but just kind of what exactly and what maybe maybe we can share some videos and maybe some you know cool approaches you use right. yeah let's do that next week all right awesome uh, tell, you guys, uh, tell you guys quickly um those who watch netflix um I saw Ivan was on the golf uh, Instagram golf some of it showing us his golf game. I watched a tremendous movie about um, especially our colleagues in uh, Thailand, and um, it's called Aria Jutanuga, and she's the world number one uh, golfer, and it's her story. T shot, I think it's called T shot Aria Jutanuga on Netflix. It's a story of how she, her father, developed her and her sister. Uh, great sort of feel-good movie um, about this girl in Thailand as a young kid um, growing up and eventually becoming the, the world number one in, in golf. It's just a, a great Netflix story. So if you're bored, then it's one that I would recommend. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Bye, Thanks, guys. Gil. Thank Have you, Sergio. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs> Have a good night, Sergio. Yeah, you too. Have a good day. Bye. 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 Bye.